2: You every other take, club you can club. take two more years of this tedious how, you can take, how, take, how much mediocrity and, are you prepared to stomach I mean to you're very generous us. aren't you I mean what, are you really are you taking that position because hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal um, I'd like to start by saying the true warrior fights not because he hates the ones in front of him but because he loves those behind him. Let's go, Gunners. The only failure is not trying. That is a quote, obviously, from the one and only Alexis Sanchez on Instagram today. Do you think that's what he
1: spent the first half the other day thinking about?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean... I mean, we'll, we'll analyse it in great detail during the There's podcast. a lot of
1: analysis to be done on There's
2: that. There's a lot of analysis. It's a, bit, it's a bit reminiscent of the glory days of... Um, Cantona. Cantona, yeah, with the throwing seagulls. the fish, seagulls, fish, seagulls, mm. etc. Anyway, we've got top-level guests to talk about that and other things going on at the Arsenal Football Club. We have uh, Trevor Harris. Trevor, welcome back. Good evening. Thanks, Boyd. Um, you've been in Abu Dhabi. <laughs>
0: I have. I've been in my other life as a triathlon commentator, but I did... I was going to say happily managed to find it on TV, so no. I watched it live. Happily's not the right word. It was no. um, appalling. <laughs> and I watched every minute of it and then slinked off and got the plane back to London. <laughs> Were nice.
1: the Brownlee uh, brothers in competition? They weren't.
0: No, they weren't. But amazingly, another, mean- another Brit came second, a guy called Tom Bishop. We, we oh. breed them, obviously, top class triathletes. Is he also from Yorkshire? Or- I'm not sure where he's from, actually. I mean, He probably oh. came second in the women's race as well, so two oh, silvers.
1: I saw the Browning Brothers have done an interesting ad for uh,
0: Yorkshire, Yorkshire Tea. Yorkshire Tea, they have. It's quite mm. funny, actually. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was very good. Do you yeah. see that, Boyd? No. I'll Is look out for it later. I'll, I'll yeah. check it out later. I would, I would like to see the same kind of spirit that they showed in that famous race in Cozumel um, yes. replicated at the Emirates and also
2: the grounds where we play away, because frankly, there ain't none of it at the moment. Good point. We'll come on to that, um, and we're also joined by actual football journalist Charlie Eccleshare. Hi, Charlie. Hi, um, Charlie. It says on your official bio, uh, uh, Twitter biography, sports journalist at the Telegraph. What's that? Blizzard contributor. Blizzard.
1: Yes, Blizzard's good uh, football publication boy Yeah,
2: it was. It's good to have Charlie here. Well, good. Well, booking, you mentioned his article Josh. the other week, didn't you? Yeah. When he was sort of reflecting on the season that would be, you wrote the yeah. l- now legendary. I consider <laughs> it to be. Thing, which you wrote in, I believe, in August, yeah. beginning of the, before the season started, where you, in a satirical way, predicted what would happen in that, it. And, it, and it's come chillingly, mm. horrifically true. Pretty much everything you said, you just basically kind of talked about the fact that we do the same thing every single year, and and yet again, it, so you must be very proud of that of that piece.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's one of the easier predictions to make. A <laughs> yeah. lot of them, I would say, um, but yeah, it has almost all come to pass. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the prediction. I made as well in October, which again was so, so easy to see if coming. Was the Casola three being out for three days turning yes. into a season yes, under. yes. That was just writ large, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, but, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. forgot he was meant to be out for like. Yeah, it was like tiny little. Um, as, you know, he got injury, the yeah. came off against Ludo Gretz yeah. after about an hour. It was like no yeah. problem then he was out against Middlesbrough yeah. and then he thought
2: oh yeah, yeah. it's now like he's dis- deceased or something it's like yeah. it's kind of, well
3: it wasn't Thomas
0: Wozcicki originally supposed to be out for two weeks and it ended up being yeah. 18 months yeah yeah, yeah. Thomas from Ireland same injury one. Yeah. He,
2: yeah. He, he, he had like a 18 month uh,
0: it's very common it's very common and Diaby was going to keep coming back the following
2: week wasn't it yeah well? exactly oh. yeah. <laughs> um, now we've got lots to discuss obviously the um, the inevitable capitulation um, at Liverpool what was your prediction Josh just remind me of, the, of what was gonna, that last score was going to be I think 1-2. 2-2, 2-2 I think actually. Um, what did you say? I said 3-1. I, I got it right. I think you're fine. I got it ac- exactly right. Unless uh, I haven't gone back and checked. I definitely said we're going to lose, obviously, because obviously we always lose. I think it's 2-1 from him. Uh, maybe I said 2-1, you might be right. Hey. There's anyway, no, there's no problem. I mean, I don't take any smug um smugness. I don't take would rather smugness. have been wrong. I'd rather have been wrong. Mm. And of course, we've got to start with the whole Alexis Sanchez situation, right, which you in your um excellent menu, uh, which you which you which you cook up every week, you describe as possibly one of the most terrible, bizarre, ludicrous decisions in history. Well, I, I think it was time. really odd and I'd be
1: really interested hear Charlie Trev's view on this in that if there is a problem with the player as there so clearly must be something there, then either he plays because he is your best player or he's not in the squad. I, it, it felt yeah. like somewhere it, in between, but yeah. I don't know, I'd love to hear what you're Luckily,
2: we've got an mat- the, the actual football journalist so for, there's two things one is there's the fact that he dropped him and that was absolutely obviously insane and whether you think so th- all the, suddenly last night the story came out from all the, your, your fellow football journalists so a lot of your fellow football journalists all suddenly had the same story wouldn't you know that it's almost like Alec- the similar message is being yeah, sent that Alexis um, walked out of training and caused a big a bust up The great bust up
3: yeah David Heitner who's a Guardian writer yeah. was quite unequivocal about that yeah So it's not an official thing because I think what people were thinking originally was that this was the club realising a player was going to leave and so Mm. kind of painting him as the villain making it more palatable when he does leave uh, in the summer. Apparently that's not the case so maybe it's a leak maybe it's another player but what apparently happened was that in training he had a massive argument with a, a, a quite senior player stormed out obviously, and this has been brewing for a while, we've seen it basically every game he's been, even when we've won, he's been, you know, throwing his hands up in the air, chucking his gloves to the floor. He's looked really, really pissed off Mm. for a while. Um, But no, I completely agree with what Josh was saying. You, Wenger, you either, you do what Conte did with Diego Costa and and say, you're not in the squad, you know, and really stamp stamp your authority in the situation, or you do what I think most of us would expect Wenger to do, given that he is quite indulgent to to basically say, I'm not going to cut my nose off to spite my face. Yeah. Alexis is too important. Yeah. In the end, he did neither, and actually reinforced Alexis' position because yeah, we, was, we were we so bad that at half time was like, oh god, let's bring him on again, and so just emphasised how much we rely on him. So once again, I mean, it was poorly and handled.
1: And I'm I'm interested, Trevor. Before you answer, I know you, you do a lot for Labris. You're very knowledgeable about the betting world. Presumably, as soon as Sanchez wasn't in that lineup, we'd have drifted massively, and that is the importance.
0: Bob Sanchez It's true It's funny what Boyd was saying About (laughs) what you guys Tipped up last week I I, I have to do For Labrook's Every live Premier League game And I I gave three bets In that game Liverpool to win In 90 minutes Liverpool to be leading At half time and full time And Liverpool to win 3-1 as a correct score And to be honest Yeah it's always a bit Lucky correct score bets But my only dilemma was whether it was, going to, whether, whether it was say, 3-1 or 3-0. Because I, I thought, may- maybe, we'll, may- maybe we'll score. I mean, going mm. back to what you said about, you know, one of the worst decisions ever. I was trying to think of, as, you know, decisions as bad as leaving yeah. out Sanchez. I've come up with uh, Anthea Turner's chocolate-sponsored wedding <laughs> and all those record companies who turned down the Beatles. I mean, it is yeah. as bad as that. Yeah. And when I first saw the teams, <laughs> I'm sitting there in Abu Dhabi, I'm thinking, okay... Saw the, saw our midfield. And I think, oh right, it's obviously so Alexis up front. And then I saw the Giroud's name come up. Mm. I'm thinking, oh god, he must be injured, mm. or he's just you know cropped himself in the warm up. And then when I saw him sitting on the bench, I'm thinking the first thing I thought was because obviously this is before the bust-up story had come mm. out. I'm thinking, Wenger A is mad. Yeah. Secondly, has he done this because of all the criticism he's got? he's thought, "I tell you what, I'll make what looks like the most stupid decision ever." And if somehow we were to win mm. without the only player who's frankly played well all season for mm. us, I'll be lauded as such yeah. a tactical yeah,
2: yeah. genius that all my detractors will suddenly yeah, fade away. I thought that a bit as well because particularly when so when then when he was interviewed pre-match on BT because so I got the we will probably all remember where we were weren't we the moment we saw the team news for this game like you know when JFK was murdered it's such a <laughs> yeah. it's such a historic blunder yeah. so i got the get I, te- I get the team news texted to me on my af arsenal uh, text facility and i genuinely most people have moved on to like like Twitter or something. Yeah, by now. no, I get texts text. It's quicker, honestly. It arrives bang, facts. bang, exactly an hour before, and you know, okay. so I don't have to check on Twitter. I don't have to check for Charlie's put oh, the <laughs> team news yeah. up or whoever. Yeah. So it's there, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, I, I, really, I genuinely did a double take, and I'm sitting there on the bus back to my flat, racing against time to get back in time for the match. Looking at it, thinking this cannot be right. So then, I, then I did have to check all the. But then, then, then it, the, the thing, the second thing is, I, I went through all that thought process that you went through. Then you see that he's picked Iwobi. And Oxlade-Chamberlain ahead as well. So not just Giroud, but he's not even putting him out wide. (laughs) You know, he's like... So that, I mean... And then, so then I got home in time for the BT, just in time to see him on BT Sport being asked about it. And he said, "Oh, I want to go more direct." And then you think, okay, you genuinely now have decided to dispense with every um, kind of identity you've ever had as Arsenal manager. You've gone on about year in, year out, and you've decided to go direct by having lump it up to Giroud. And of course, that didn't happen anyway, and we we're just absolutely shit. And, and also, if we had wanted, to go, as you say, if we had wanted to go
3: direct, if that yeah. was legitimately a legitimate strategy, that doesn't mean you don't play Sanchez. Hmm. You obviously play him. Yeah. instead of either or right. right I mean the, the only precedent I was thinking was the Giroud, when Giroud was dropped for Sunogo against Bayern Do you remember because yeah. there yes. were things about Giroud yes. breaking club rules and that was a pretty huge call he also did it against Liverpool which was a few days before in the FA Cup and, and that was the year we won the FA Cup we right. had not won a trophy in ages so right. That was the only thing I could think of comparable. But yeah, obviously. Giroud had done. What,
2: he'd, he'd been in the papers with some. He'd had. Yeah, dallying he'd, with some. Yeah, extracurricular. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He did an extracurricular, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, you could just about. I mean, but. But, but no, frankly, you good, can drop Giroud any fucking time you want. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be a the, bonus for this me. This
1: would have been the same as like dropping Thierry Henry for a big game in the Premier It just wouldn't yeah. have happened.
0: Well, do right. you know what I find so frustrating about the whole thing? When I read the or heard the bust up stories, who uh knows exactly what happened? But apparently. According to most of the reports, there was quite a heated uh, thing going on in the dressing room after he'd stormed off the training pitch. Where's that fight been on the pitch all season? Where's that been? Mm. Because I haven't seen it. Well, you'd argue he's given it. Mm. Sanchez. No, totally. Absolutely, totally. And this is why I find a bit bizarre when people say, you know, they go back, they talk about the buy-in game, and is he trying? He tries more than anyone else. He's got more talent than anyone else, that's for sure. And yet, he's like Carlos Tevez. When, When Tevez was at West Ham and elsewhere... He was a brilliant player, but he never stopped running. He chased lost causes, he tackled back. All the things that Giroud doesn't do, he does. But there's so still, apparently talk. as
3: well, so with that, Alexis, I completely agree, obviously. Alexis ostensibly anyway shows a lot more fight and passion and desire. Apparently in that buying game, he actually did contradict the tactics, the strategy, and quite a lot of the players were frustrated with that. I'm not saying that means he doesn't no. try hard, but there are times when actually running around like a maniac isn't the most helpful thing to do. But I do think as well, what you touched on, the the sort of dilemma every Arsenal man is having is that do we think that it's great that Sanchez is dropping around and really angry because as you say it shows that he really cares and a lot of them don't, or is it disrespectful you know, has he come off well or badly from talk of a training ground bust up and I think, it's come, yeah, I think, it's,
2: I think it's come off absolutely absolutely well. I think yeah, you know, too. I'm I'm with you know, there's someone tweeted, I can't remember who um, you know if ever there was a time to have a bust up with the complacent i'm, I'm this is a paraphrasing <laughs> complacent rest of the squad who week in, week out started every game terribly and and the manager and to, it's it's now now is the time to to cause to have bust ups because this you know this lovely team team think that that Venga you know, puts a huge amount of reliance on, and we know he does. And of course, in theory, yeah, of course. It, well, it is a team game, and you know, in the Invisib- Invincibles year, if you read Amy Lockyer's book, it's, you know, the team ethic was. But when it comes down to it, this team ethic that is fostered right now with this current squad that isn't working because we fail, comp- we capitulate every single time we play a major rival. So it needs someone to shake things up. I, I, think I it's to, valid. I want
0: to vomit every time <laughs> I hear him say. We have great spirit. He would not know great spirit if you went to the best single malt distillery in Scotland, I'm telling you. It's, it's embarrassing. And today, I don't know if you saw the press conference today. Yeah, I yeah, watched some of it. Yeah. Where he's kind of denying the whole sanchez mm, bust up thing. Mm. And he's kind of doing it with that kind of almost little mischievous grin. It's kind of saying, well, you guys know it's true, but you also probably know I have to say this. I have to take this line. I actually
2: rather he told the truth, like yeah. like
0: Conte did yeah. in the Costa uh,
2: incident. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I said this at the weekend, that, um, you know, he, I, I, thought, I think he's now, a lot in in his, in his public appearances, he says stuff that is basically... I mean I hate to use the word but lying he's kind of lying about stuff Mm. quite a lot well you know I mean the whole why he dropped Sanchez is a lie isn't it he didn't he's not dropping him that's just don't treat you're treating us like morons if you stand there before a game and say I've dropped my best player Mm. that everyone in the world knows is my best player to go a bit more direct and and you're not then you're not then asked the point well but you're still playing to other players that were massively inferior to him and you could have put him in one of those positions he's treating us like idiots and he's genuinely genuinely lying whether he's lying for what reason and I think that's embarrassing I think that's you know managers not all managers do that some managers do as you say but not
1: not then we know what we get from him he he isn't going to come out and publicly you know explain to everyone what has gone on behind what he perceives as closed doors that's well, just not his style. When he's has said, he ever done that? You say it's not
2: his style, but he said in this big interview that another thing I want to go. about that Did you piece,
1: see the Jay Humphrey interview? Yeah, in that mm-hmm. interview, he, he it, was, was, it was interesting. That, oh, it was
2: embarrassing. It was excruciating. It was terrible. <sighs> what do you think about Jay? I mean, I, Jay asked the right questions. He's think, trying to put, put, yeah, you know, I pin him down, did. and he's like affronted by the even. I, you know, all this stuff about I built Arsenal. It's, it's. It, he's someone's got I to too, have he, a word with it. was a
1: lot of criticism, and Morgan was was getting busy. Morgan was getting busy with it, wasn't he, on the building building Arsenal. I think there is a difference. Obviously, he didn't build the club. He wasn't there hands and knees, you know, 100 plus years ago in 1986 building this club. But he has built up this club. And I, and I think that's kind of what he really means when he, when he talks about it I, I think the club is unrecognisable from where it was was
3: the he used today, built them up yeah said, I,
1: I think built, it is right. unrecognisable in 1996 okay. and I think it's too, it's too easy like what was immediately then going on is go you didn't build this club Herbert Chapman in the 30s but I think that's getting a bit but unfair but isn't
2: the time is, he said he, he, he wants to reinvent himself he used that phrase I think to the, mm. to the press on Friday in, 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 a, in a lot of the interviews I read and like well, if you really are going to stop talking shit and um, secondly genuinely <laughs> you know stop stop these ridiculous St- the dis- if, the dis- if the reinvention is to drop your best player for no reason whatsoever, including even if there was a bust-up, stop. Well, is a reason.
0: though. <laughs> yeah. or, like it or loathe it, that is a reason. but' can say he's got no reason. But as, as we've already said, if he'd done something, you know, say he'd got, gone up and clocked, I don't know, Cashelni or something, <laughs> right? Say he'd done that, so he you would drop it, you dro- You drop him. You drop him from the squad, he doesn't travel, and, and that's yeah. it. Rather than what he's done is, uh, put you on the bench, and oh, we were so crap in the mm-hmm. first half. Can you get us out of the hole, please, <laughs> yeah. Alexis? I agree with that. Charlie
2: said, it was, everything about it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing decision. It was an embarrassing justification. It was embarrassing that even he... I actually thought, I was amazed he actually did bring him on for the second half, because I thought his ego was going to be so... Crushed by this, yeah, pathetic. This
3: especially given Giroud was running around having painkillers yeah. and looked like he could barely <laughs> move. And, <laughs> and yeah. can, so we've got I think that's why. Yeah. Already
2: a mobile well, Giroud on the pitch right. and Sanchez on the bench. I think that's why he had to do it. I think if Giroud hadn't been hadn't looked injured or you know hadn't been taking the painkillers, I think he would have carried on with him. I don't think he would have brought him on. I think he almost had to. There was no other option because it was. A, yeah, a there was no to, there was no option. Yeah. And you know, it, it was path- everything about absolutely. I mean, he pathetic. could have put Theo up there, and huh? he well, alright but that would have been. I mean. Why have him on the bench? You know, he, he had him on the bench again. To Maybe, Charlie's point was right I at the wonder, beginning. What do you think? the rest Everything of this? about it was insanely pathetic, what? and I just think it sums up for me how far he's, how low it's come. It's so sad. You, you know, we were talking the other day on. It's just sad, isn't it? How he's making this decision, you sad, sad man. I just, I want to like shake him and go, "What are you doing? What are you thinking? What are you playing at?" You know, it couldn't get for me. That I know I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but that decision could not have been worse and more wrong-headed, and ended up being more embarrassing.
3: I think as well what's sad about it is that it's almost like when you when someone is told that they need to do something a lot, mm. and it's almost like they then listen, but act, then do it in the worst right. possible way. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, we did say you need to not indulge your players, but we weren't <laughs> saying <same>. we would <laughs> go and that. drop yeah. our best player right. for a crucial yeah. game. We mean it won't be.
1: It probably is a player leaking out this information. Just, and, and of course, he Sanchez must irritate some of the other players sure. who he has a go at, presumably. You know, defensively, or you know, in the well, most of them feel reason. Yeah, I would say, and that's probably the problem. It probably is not the best atmosphere. You know, in terms of dressing room, I don't like. It was odd. I mean. What did you, you make of Pear being the one to sort of go up in front of the press conference? Well, I mean, it's, I mean it's, it, it sort of sums up, it's, it's kind of the safest option because he's clearly <laughs> yeah. not going to play. Oh, so he's
3: club captain. Of course no, he's German. He's he's German. Yeah. In weird position I get the exercise in
0: diplomacy, I think. Yeah. Like I get the
1: German angle, but it's not like, okay, there's some German press here. We need to have yeah. the ex-German yeah. international with us.
2: But so but did you watch that? The, 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 so everyone's retreating. Pear was incredibly yeah. diplomatic. It, but there is the where bit he where he laughs. And he's reliable. Yeah, and he laughs. I mean, it's almost like a nervous...
1: Well, he's experienced. He knows how to handle that situation. You wouldn't want to put, a, you know, one of our younger... You know, it Iwobi might have said the wrong thing, you know, as yeah. you put him in that environment. But
3: isn't it kind of symptomatic, the fact that he is our club captain? There's this amazing totally. stat that an Arsenal club yeah. captain has not started the league game since November 2014. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So, in theory, he is the figurehead of the club. Yeah. You know, he should... Yeah. And he apparently is a big character in the dressing mm. room, but he's oh, someone who never plays yeah. Why, yeah. you know it feels like we don't have any big characters mm. who are players that actually <laughs> play totally, regularly yeah. or, we'll yeah. carry
2: on with this discussion after a quick break Such as Mr. George Decay. Star Trekking Across the Universe.
0: For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town
2: Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. And we're back from the break. Um, there's one more thing about the Sanchez thing. Is Did you hear the end? So at the end of the press conference, he was asked whether he's going to play tomorrow and he wouldn't even, again, embarrassingly, he went, oh, I think it's up to me to decide tomorrow morning. He'll be at the game and then he'll find out if he's playing. I'm like, you, oh, come on, you know, just just grow up. I feel like saying grow up, you know. And I know it's also, awesome And I've, a massive respect for him he never I did re- until You know He's picked that team before I mean I just think it's I, I think in it, Everything is declining In his decision making In his mind
0: It's just so Breathtakingly obvious Isn't it I mean Since I've been supporting Arsenal Which is You know Close on 50 years now And there are certain players Through that time That were the first on the list When I first yeah. started With someone like Frank McClintock Or Charlie George And you go through The Liam Brady era Not much after that Ian Wright Henri yeah. Roe Castle All those players And Sanchez is so, and quite a lot of those teams, it was hard to say, you know, in the 70s, was McClintock or was whatever, but it's so blindingly obvious now that Sanchez has got more talent and more application than anyone else in that squad, Mm. first team squad. He but, should just write his name down and then butt the other ten. We
2: should do not. There is the school of thought, and I saw it expressed a few... There is a school of thought from some entrepreneurs, and I do think they're a tiny minority. I have to name-check him yet again. Chasnuki Burden came up with a theory in an article, I think, for 442, maybe even a year ago or longer, that he's selfish... And he's not a team player, and that I think you know someone else said over the weekend. I think that he loses the ball. I think Jeff Austin said he loses the ball too much. You know, when people are there are some people who are kind of, I guess, to try and somehow justify it. Vegas' decision, or I don't know what in their mind that are saying he's not maybe as great, of course, as we all think he is. For me, it's like well, actually, he's contributed twice as many goals and goal scoring and assists as any he, other player in the squad. He,
3: he, there is that sort of thought because, for instance, he apparently really upset players in the Arsenal squad when he was we were beating Swansea four 0 Welbeck hadn't played, you know, as part of uh, Welbeck's yeah. recovery. But Welbeck comes on for the last ten minutes, and Sanchez has a struff about that. And I think people like get over yourself. We're giving sure. minutes to a guy, sure. a very popular guy in the squad who's been out for a long time. So, so. So what I'm saying is I absolutely think Sanchez's drive and passion and you know will to win is great, but there are ways to have that and not piss people off over... Petty sure. things like that. Leaving the ground last year when he was subbed off against Norwich. For like the last 10 minutes, you know,
2: yeah. he, he, left, he was out of the ground before the yeah. match had finished. That's he's not really... I agree. He's cle- I'm not saying behave. he's perfect. And he's clearly, in some ways, a petulant kind of drama queen. I mean, I absolutely think that. But as I said before on this podcast, I think so is Suarez. But you want, even when Suarez is biting people and, you know, doing whatever mad thing he's doing, you want him in your team. And you, and, you, and I like the fact that he's this kind of, kind of eccentric demented little guy running around you know getting annoyed and sitting on the halfway line you know banging his head i kind of all of that is part of his whole it's part of him and it's part of why he's better than every other player yeah i mean
0: just just a quick word on on that um guy that in in 442 who clearly needs some kind of a a lobotomy we love Um, chas we love uh, uh, but i mean two things why what he's saying is complete bollocks i mean firstly just to just to reiterate your point he has been involved either scoring or resisting roughly half of our Premier League goals all season. You're talking nearly 60, so that's, that's yeah. a big number. Yeah. But in terms of, um, you know, he loses the ball, well, the reason that sometimes he loses the ball is because he takes players on. Mm. Pelé used mm. to sometimes lose yeah. the ball, so did Johan Cruyff. Uh, when was the last time Meza erzel took a player? When he just passes it kind of sideways or backwards? Well, that, I can do that, I'm 53. <laughs> you know, so that, that kind
2: of criticism is just utter garbage. I do, I, I kind of agree with you. Do we think it's now inevitable, particularly after, I mean... Was it inevitable that he'd go anyway? You know, I mean, he's, he's from what we hear, he's been offered, you know, what Arsenal considers to be a fairly big wage, but by any, by other standards, not particularly. There's no way because it's inevitable at the moment that he's going. Really? Doesn't don't Nothing. you feel? I
3: think a lot could change. I mean, at the moment, it feels very likely he will go. Right. But given we may have a new manager in. Within a, you know, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. Right. Well, there that's could interesting. Be, so
2: now are you almost hinting, which I kind of agree with, that actually a new manager will be, be will be making more likely to stay? Because there's quite whole, possibly. Because yeah. people will all assume that our big star players are all in thrall to
3: Wenger, but he clearly well, isn't. I actually think that's quite another element of the sadness around Wenger is that throughout all of this, you never got the impression really the players all loved him. You always got the impression that the players really respected him. What I think's sad now is that there are some players who actually don't have that much respect for him and certainly aren't afraid of him and feel a little bit like they can get away with whatever they want.
2: Well, it feels like hardly anyone's afraid of him.
3: Right? Well, yeah, exactly. It's kind of indicative of, of football in this
0: era, isn't it? That you look at some really respected um, and successful coaches... And they still lose the dressing room. It happened to Mourinho at Chelsea. It's happened to Ranieri at Leicester this season. And I think it is actually happening to Wenger. I I actually agree with Charlie. I think there's more chance of Sanchez staying if Wenger goes. Mm. And I think with Wenger, there should also be a huge clear-out of players as well. Mm. Um, And who knows if we get... uh, Pick a name out of the hat. Simeone, say. Allegri. I don't think that they would they they would uh, manage in a completely different way to Wenger. Maybe I mean maybe similar style of play, probably a bit tighter I would think, but more in terms of discipline wise because he's so weak Wenger. I mean this Sanchez thing sums it up. I won't uh, leave him at home. I put him on the bench case I need him. That's me being, you know, dishing out punishment really.
2: Do you think do you think it's more important that Wenger stays or that Sanchez stays? Oh, the latter by by a gazillion miles. I think I think Wenger I it's
3: very hard to make a case for it being for the benefit of the club for him to stay now. <laughs> right. I've got a huge amount of respect yes. and warmth and love for him and I think he shouldn't be hounded out but mm. I can't, I don't think anyone can actually make the argument that
2: it's the right thing, Josh, right now for Vegas. Can to say. anyone make the argument? It's the right thing now for Vegas. Look, to I, say.
1: I repeat what I said in the past. I think if he, if we finish outside the top four, then I assume he'll go. That, that's what I assume. And if, if that happens, then even if we win you, the FA Cup,
2: yeah, I, I think because by the way, he's now he also said in the press conference he's now going to cling on to the end of the season. Then so, I mean, oh, yeah, but, but right. I think that makes I'll, sense he, because I think no, if he, if he decided. That he was going to go,
1: yeah. Then even then, it makes sense. Just tell everyone,
2: yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's exactly what. You so
1: that's do. why I think he isn't in his mind going, and I, and I think if he isn't in his mind going, he is not going. I think but now that's the whole what we club is in, is in like we're
2: all
0: being held but there's, hostage. There's a, bit, there's a bit of hypocrisy here, Josh. I think on Venga's part because he in the past has come out with your comment about you know we're waiting to see if Sanchez will sign his contract, and he's like you know I'm not, I'm not sure I think he should make a decision, and yet right. he's not of making course. a decision ah. himself on his contract. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, totally. I think he's decided
1: he'll stay, but only if our performance on the pitch drops below the level he's expecting it to end up in, you know, in May. So if we go. come
0: fifth, I, you I, think I, he'll go?
1: I, th- I kind of think yeah, that's got to be a possibility. I think that's the most logical sort of possibility that, you know, otherwise what's changed? Why would he leave this season but if we come fourth, nothing's changed, because, is it? That's what okay, I'm saying. But
2: yeah. I, I think that's kind of So hard. for you, nothing changing is fine.
1: That's, that's I don't think it's fine. I, th- I think that's not necessarily reason that we should be calling for his head. I, I, I won't call Still, for him to really? go. No, Still? no. He, but Venger, let's see where we are in May. And, and look, we're, what are we? 11-8 to, to finish in the top four. We can see four, we Trev- are
3: now, Charlie. <laughs> well, he said... Wenger said three years ago when he signed the new contract that yeah. if we're not competing seriously for the biggest titles, Champions League and right. League, then he hasn't fulfilled his mandate. That's not going to happen this season. No. I think the only thing that could save him is if we triumphantly in the FA Cup semi-final beat a Tottenham or a Chelsea well, and do the to... same in the final. Because mm-hmm. I think that genuinely could change the yeah. of the club and yeah. he could legitimately say, we've got over our thing of not being able to beat the big clubs and we're winning silverware. Should, I'm should... not saying that that's a reason for him to stand. No. That is, would be his argument. I'm just going to say to you, we
0: could play Chelsea 10 times. <laughs> we wouldn't beat him once. I'm, I'm just from the ev- all available evidence. And at the moment, not Spurs either. Spurs, Man City and Chelsea would be favourites against our... Unless something drastic changes in the next few weeks before the semi-final, assuming we get past Lincoln, and I don't assume anything, (laughs) we would be outsiders. And as you say, we're, we're now According to the bookmakers, more likely to finish outside the top four than in it.
1: Okay, but 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 not for the first time under his reign, has that been the situation? And we can look back to many examples and and we've always found a way and we've still got a game in hand on Liverpool. But even Houdini needed rescuing in the
0: end, there was a moment someone had to smash the thing with an axe.
1: It it could happen and it would be the saddest way for it to end if, if an incredible record that will perhaps not be repeated in terms of you know the amount of years he's managed to keep a, a club in the Champions League it, it might not be repeated here for a very long time we assume now with teams like Ch- obviously Chelsea would be on a, a run of one
3: year should they get in the top four this year you know it may not happen Can I just say very quickly though on, on, on your point Jeff that's why that pessimism about Arsenal against the big clubs which I share, I think everyone shares, if somehow we were to turn that around in an FA Cup semi and a final, it would be such a huge shift, I think, in the mood that he would use that as an argument to say, look, we've changed, things have changed. There's, There's clear progress which well, i'm not saying is justifiable reason to stay but that's his own don't, that, that that's, i do what you're saying stay. we yeah, have yeah. done the odd one off
1: that's kind of been the problem we've never done it on like two legs but you know we have put in you know one off performances you know to be noted and look united away in the cup um, on the way to winning it two years ago yeah, yeah. i've been these one days and look i know chelsea, chelsea weren't great seen. at the beginning of the season but we I, I don't agree with you on the 10 times we play them. I, I feel it's more like five. You know, we'd need probably five attempts to beat Chelsea once. I know so, we beat them early in the season, by the way, but things have changed a bit since... I agree, but, I, you know, if luck falls, you, I, I think we do have, you know, if a fighter's chance against Chelsea. And it probably... What, what are the options? Chelsea, Tottenham, Millwall. What's yeah, the other game?
3: City, Middlesbrough. It's going to be the big four, isn't it? Right, so it's probably it? so the four. big four. So big we're
1: three. going to have two incredibly difficult games. Yeah. yeah. And if we come through that and, and we finish fourth, I don't think he
0: leaves the club. And I think we we're going to be here again in August well oh, we have we God. have massively I mean to be honest you could argue that the league games that we have left the hard league games which are Man United at home Tottenham away Tottenham away Man City at home and actually I put West Brom away in the difficult categories because we've got a shit mm, record our next game uh, it's, mm. yeah and, yes. and, they, and they're playing well and they're hard to beat at home and, and there are a couple of other we, we've got to go to St. still don't we yeah, I think yeah. so. And so Stoke. yes and Stoke where we've got a dismal record so you know, I think those games you could argue more important than the cup I know you're probably going to tell me you'd rather win the, would you rather win the cup and come fifth or would you rather, no, come, no, no. You'd rather come fourth yeah. I
3: would that's I, I'm there I'm with you yeah.
0: financially you'd rather, you'd rather
3: and fourth. I would really, I, I, I feel now that the financial imperative of the Champions League is sort of dwarfed by the Premier League deal is so massive that I don't think it'd be that catastrophic and I feel for the mood of the club at least win, winning the FA Cup this season would mean we would have had to have beaten a really big rival in a really big match which I feel is just a little bit more
2: different than I agree, finishing fourth yeah. yeah, with you. And it's that I'm boredom,
3: it's that yeah, absolutely. that
2: for me is so t- I'm totally with you. I agree with you and I think winning the FA Cup is still a, you know a really exciting competition. This season it's been a great competition with the, with the non-league teams that we've played. And um, I also think I mean, you know, what Getting back into the into the Champions League and only to go out as soon as we play a decent team in the round of sixteen. I mean, who gives a shit? I just yeah. don't care anymore. But yeah. but would you care
0: any more about playing pilsen and Bollakov in the fourth qualifying round of the Europa League? Because to me, oh a no, quick I'd, I mean the Europa League. But is that's massive, what we'd be in if we don't qualify. Would, that's yeah, what we'll be in. That's true. That we would, true. But
2: I
3: also like there. There was a time when not being the Champions League meant you couldn't attract a calibre of player. But I don't think that even really exists anymore. Well, because, I worry so, that we no, wouldn't though, because unlike Man
2: United, are still like the biggest team in the country, aren't they? They've got an incredibly charismatic manager who can, you know, I, I persuade Paul Pogba to come or whatever, and, they, and, more, and, and they'll more, spend eighty million on it. I don't, I'm not sure we I have to say are in the same league in terms of attracting players, especially when they, if they don't know what, what who the manager is. And going. more important than all of that is they've got a bigger wallet
0: than we oh, have so the yeah, wages that they can pay and they're up, prepared we can pay them. and we've got a massive wallet we're not prepared to spend
1: it and don't forget we haven't had this before under 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 our manager you know all these conversations presumably which go on between the clubs and between agents well, it's never been a question top top about us no, not being in the yeah. champions league next yeah. year and that is to, yeah. to the manager's credit let me so, ask
2: you one more time um josh you're saying <laughs> yeah we, we come we don't win the fa cup we we just we get in the top four. Yeah, if we go in the semi-final, like we always do. And come for Twenty years, four. and we're we're in this position of the most stale, repetitive performance by a team and manager in anyone's memory, and we're compl- everyone. You know, everyone is bored shitless of this endless, repetitive season we're having to the point where. Renowned football journalists are writing historical well, pieces about it. At least he can do the it. same article literally. Right. Is, he uh, but you, but you, <laughs> are still, to <laughs> you will still be absolutely fine with him signing another two-year contract for more of the same. You're absolutely fine with it.
1: I just think, as I said before, coming forth, which I still think we'll do and you know, we might be proved wrong... Is part. I think that is pretty much where we were. Third, maybe third this season. Wouldn't, be par.
2: wouldn't you want to try and manage? who might have a, a bigger ambition. I would life?
1: love it. I'd I love the idea that we would have won the league this season. No, no, but no, I don't so, think that's think not it's, my
2: question. You're like you're answering. Um, the, my, I don't you think, you think it's impossible. Uh, you know, a Simeone or an Allegri. Try just give them a go. They'll maybe they'll get a
1: chance in if a maximum you two wanna, years, oh and we will God, then like
2: become what? like every other take, club. You can take two more years of this tedious. How, you can how, take, how much
0: mediocrity but,
2: are you prepared to prepare? To I mean, you're very generous on you. I mean, what are you really? Are you taking that position because? Be honest, because we've we've got these different positions on this podcast. No, if, if I or felt that he feel should feel definitely leave, off. he should go. And I think if we come fifth, it, it's a difficult position for him to. Oh, to there's no question, but I'm, I'm well, intrigued I, 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 that you're still happy with the same thing year and year out that that represents. You're, you're not absolutely happy, right? Because like you're not you, unhappy enough to get a new, to try someone new. No, not okay. if we come I mean, in that I mean, top yeah, four, okay. think, not, if, not
3: right for yet. For me, the crux, and I've always defended Wenger, and, and, I, and I absolutely don't think getting rid of him is a guarantee of progress, mm. but le- to me, no. and I think most us fans, I would rather, I think, take the risk of us finishing seventh or yes. eighth yeah. last year, yes. next year rather, yes. because just to break this tedious cycle, yes. and, and it's so impressive finishing top four every year, it really is. That consistency should yeah. be celebrated. But as a fan, you just you want more, and I would take a few seasons of not being so good just just yeah. to have the sense that maybe something's going to change. Like watching that game against Liverpool, it was just you know we've how many times have we seen that game? Mm. Yeah, and totally,
2: absolutely, yeah. I thinking, no, we just
3: don't know, we
1: don't know what will happen. And and Gilad, one of my good mates who's come on the pod with us a couple of times, and had a, a baby daughter, and congratulations to him this week. I said to him. Don't, don't give up the idea that in 12 or 15 years time when she wants to have a bit of bonding time with her father and you're sitting there and we're like 13th playing Middlesbrough in April and there is nothing to play for and she'll go oh was it always like this and you go no no 15 years ago actually we're in the Champions League every year we we were you know amongst the best teams in the country we had some incredibly world-class exciting players I just think it won't always be like this, and I, I, I'm not desperate that we end this this run of being in the best four teams yeah, in the country with a couple of world class players. That's
2: a lovely way of putting it. Watching intriguing for me, it's like it won't always be this level of tedium. No, and and then maybe in the bright, it, maybe but it in wasn't your, we're to his, Maybe your friend will talk to his daughter in twenty years' time, and we'll have got Allegri, and they will have got won the champion, we won the league, or com- nearly won the we league. Don't know neither later. of us know. No, no one knows anything. But what, I'm, what we do know is. Right now, we're in, the, we're in the most stagnant situation of any football team I can think of in the world ever there's no equivalent is there there's no there's no team that's had their manager for 20 years that's done the same thing for about the last 10 years that can hasn't argue... won anything for 13 years that charges the highest prices in world football blah 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 blah. I know people are going to say Well oh, yeah we, got, we, get, we get cup games included <laughs> I don't give a shit we're still that's playing a lovely view from among, your club level then. we're playing among if not the highest prices all of that and you're still going oh yeah but you know we, can't, response... risk, we can't risk we can risk changing that what are we changing
1: the response would be there's also no team that's been as consistent as we have in the last 20 years and that is the response you, you can't you, you can go oh well, man you're not falling out of it well, we've certainly, been, it. We've you know, certainly been consistently unsuccessful in yeah. the league we're certainly consistently also, I, don't, I don't call for you also you successful. but you just called for fourth ahead of the fa cup
0: yes you know? i do, yes but that's because i think to be honest partly the fa cup seems to have been diminished massively fourth is important i think because it gets in the champions league not just for the money i think it's Stature, agree. You want to be at football's top mm. table, even though we all know
3: realistically we've got no fucking chance of winning it. Mm. But or, I think what Josh outlines there is based, that's the difference between if you're running the club and if you're a supporter. Because if you're running the club, it is fantastic. You've got someone right, who yeah. delivers basically the objectives year after year after year. Because you know, in the cold light of day, he does. We we tend to be, and let's say since the Invincibles year, we've tended to be around the third or fourth best team on paper and we deliver that and sometimes actually worse to be fair in that kind of yeah. 08 to 12 13 we were worse often and we yeah. have achieved in finishing fourth yeah which he will blame on the you know, financial
0: constraints weren't better
3: than us on paper. No, year, that's what I mean. No, no, that's what I mean. Often teams will punch way above their weight. We're mm. very consistent. We mm. tend not to punch way above mm. and not well below. And as as a board member, he is delivering. Yeah. And as Josh says, no other club in England has qualified for the Champions League every year in that time. So we are unique in that way. And yeah. from the financial point of view, fantastic. Yeah. But as a fan, it is. It is just win I think everyone out is willing to roll the dice. Yeah. you
2: see it 's interesting because some fans like some consider our my point of view to be spoiled that i 'm spoiled because you know i, 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 I can 't be happy with, with being fourth every year and i 'm not happy enough to, to, to put up with this you know with us achieving par if you like exactly what you'd expect from like our wage bill or whatever or what we can afford but for me it's i think it's the opposite i think the people of sport who who are who can't who won't accept the idea and are kind of banging their feet going no no no, we can't get rid of them we can't try another manager i think that's sport. i think it's and we might come seventh so what that's football we might it might you're you're even you'll think about it, we might be in 15th you know when your friend's baby girl is in a team's that's football. It's more for me. It's more spoiled to be absolutely clinging on to this fourth thing every year as being the only thing we've got to be happy with. That for me, it's like football is ups and downs. It's roller coaster rides. It's sometimes you're in. Sometimes you win. Leicester might even get relegated. I still think those fans, you know, of that team are going through a more authentic football fan experience than we have. And I think a lot of the reason why it feels so stagnant, like the fans, the atmosphere, it's just because it's year in, year out, the same if old wanna, shit. If you want to bring Leicester into it, actually, I think that
1: argument goes against you because the the season they've had has been so so far off what their past should have been this season, about you eighth, think, I think, you you know, think, should have been but their past.
2: They, you think they would have given up winning the league? in order to have a more stable time this year? I don't so think would so. You, the, yes, I feel it, like. okay. Okay. Robbie
1: so, Savage so. was saying this point on Five Live, like on his 606 morning, like when to talking to Leicester fans, and he was going, would you not have accepted winning the league followed by relegation? It's like, Robbie, that's not like a two-for-one deal in Tesco. You can win the league and you don't have to get relegated well, no, no, next no, season. But, but, but this but point, sympathy but, for Ranieri, the guy should have been sacked, but, but but lost your, the dressing room. They've but, been but terrible. But
0: the get rid of him. So are you suggesting that Leicester fans would rather have come eighth than eighth Or would they have rather Won the league And then gone down Mm. Because it's the latter It has to be the latter Right
3: I mean like last season I did a piece At the end of it um, And sort of asked fans at the end basically would you rather have had Arsenal season or Liverpool season and Arsenal mm. we actually came second as well which a lot of people forget but it, yeah. you know, it was a no, slightly I, false yeah. second but entirely, anyway
2: entirely down to our failure of, of Spurs there's right? not yeah. a, such a thing as false second let's deal no, with no okay but yeah. we, we finished second we have we, the we, false had, nine position on have, the <laughs> but you know why it happened yeah. is it what not I mean happen is because we had a triumphant yeah what season. I mean
3: is we weren't like locked in a right. title race in the last week. real. anyway we finished second but it felt like the same old same old that we were really in it and then February March we fell away Liverpool had a Europa League final and yeah, we scope the Europa League they had nights like beating Dortmund at home having 3-1 right. no, one, one down yeah. one four three. 4-3 nights like that are what fans hmm. that's what you'll remember yes. like they will never forget that night Very it was incredible point. they had Very a manager who was basically cheerleading throughout
2: yeah. what did we you know last that's season... a great point I'm so glad you brought up Liverpool because of course when Liverpool lost to Leicester last week before they played us and by the way how did they lose Leicester by speedy players getting in behind the back so we went fucking direct anyway so when they lost Leicester loads of smug all the smug Arsenal pro Wengerite obsessive Provanguard rights so again. Oh, see, you wanted Klopp, but they're losing to Leicester. How embarrassing. No, no, no. They're going to beat us, and they did. And they've got an incredibly thrusting, dynamic, exciting, interesting manager who gives them interesting, extremely pleasant highs, as you're saying. May, and, and still underachieving in some times. Still going to lose to the Leicesters and maybe the Stokes or whatever. But I'd much rather have Klopp. I'd do anything uh, yeah. to get Klopp right he, he, now. He, he, I'd yeah. kill to get yeah. Klopp right <laughs> now. That
0: if, if, actually, it's interesting talking about Klopp because. I think Liverpool's Achilles heel this season has been some of the bizarre games they've lost, like Leicester, like Bournemouth, Burnley, Swansea. uh, Swansea. They haven't lost to any of the current top seven, Mm, home or away so far. Yeah, incredible. He's got a big game mentality
2: that Wenger doesn't anymore. Yeah. And and it's just just fun, isn't it? Having a manager. It's, like it's well. exactly. Yeah, fun. yeah. No, it it fun, like, right. Yeah. Where's it's the just fun? A bit exactly, oh, thank God you. You know, you're right. Yeah, think that's just, the word I was looking for. fun just wouldn't, just wouldn't it be fun? Around. Give someone else a try, Josh. Come on, it'd be fun. Where's the fun? Someone list? else will get a try <laughs> There's in no a maximum, maximum of two list. years and <laughs> <in> three months. <laughs> two more years of non fun. <laughs> well, we don't know yet. We'll see. Charlie made a point. Who gives a shit? And fucking, now, by the way, we've got to mention. Sorry, for no reason. We've got to mention Cronk's son. Apparently, his favourite is Thierry Henry. Yeah. To take over. I mean, oh, God, that's just moronic, isn't it? If you Warren. If you have a I'm kid, Josh,
0: are you going to like feed him vegetables and like promise him a hamburger in two years? <laughs> no
2: hamburger. <laughs> very well, anyway. A
1: veggie Strictly burger. Strictly kosher. A very thick veggie head. burger. Um, Charlie made the point earlier about the, the business point of view. And I thought that was interesting if you watched today's press conference when um, Arson was asked about the problem with Sanchez or about everyone getting on. And he turned around to the journalist and went, Well, I'm sure if I asked every single person in your organisation, Whether you know they like you and no one was looking to take your position, I'm sure I'd find someone. And I think that's you know that is no one else would answer a question like that. No one. But that sort of is what he he does. View as a business, and he kind of even in that interview with Jake Humphrey, who I thought was a bit unnecessarily prickly. I thought, but that's just my my job. Well, mm, was the L Y necessary on that word? By the way, (laughs) what prickly? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, so he. was talking but but Arson's answers was all about, you know, stability and a business and you have twenty years of yeah. and oh that's what he God. sees. It. And I think he probably wouldn't see it as a worse thing. If we do have two more years and we and he can keep us in that top four, then okay would have had, you know, twenty three years of doing that rather than twenty and that is more stable because it would have meant increased revenue for the club oh, well, and I it's gonna be better for the person coming in after him. I still think he sees that as an element of success. Oh, but of course really? if he came out and said that in a press conference, he'd get vilified for being like, Oh, he's still thinks that the top four is a trophy. So, he, he, you know, I think what he actually sees as success is not always exactly what he says, but we have
0: to accept that that is an element of but success. But don't, don't, you, don't you think that part of Wenger's kind of vanity, in a way, and I, I think it was Boyd who said it earlier, that the, Jay Humphrey's questions were perfectly valid. Mm. They were perfectly valid, journalistic yeah. questions. And Wenger, you're right, was affronted by it. Mm. Almost like mm. no one has the right to ask me these mm. kind of things. And
1: would when when anyone did, have the, asked the Ferguson final? like that, though? They wouldn't have got but away I with guess it. Winning yeah, yeah
2: right. Win. Exactly. And then they wouldn't need to be asked them because he was incredibly successful right until when he left. I mean, you know, I mean, it's just you if Wenger is in a public, you know, he's he's at he's. he's we are the ones. We're going to be there till the death. He's not. One day he will go. And he it's all, will. And I think yeah, I think, I think all, everything you've said is like a rationalisation. I, I think it's as simple as he's so his ego is so tied to him being Mr. Arsenal now, and he does think he's built the club. Or, you know, he's built up the club, built the club. I mean, it's a slight. He did definitely say built the club in that interview. Anyway, I think we I think know he what thinks, he means. But no, I think he doesn't. I think, he, club, thinks, he, he, I think he thinks. I think he thinks. I am the one who's got us where we are, and I'm not going to take this shit from anyone from the. Fans from the press, even though what we're doing right now is diabolically boring, and I just think he, I just think he's too stubborn and egotistical to deal with those questions. That's the bottom line. I don't think there's any great rationalisation of it. I think it's just simple as that. He's just, he's just too arrogant. I think there
3: probably is a frustration from his part. He, he probably does feel that he is slightly underappreciated, and to an extent, maybe he is. And and, well, I don't have his own fault. I think it's partly football fans do get bored of the same thing. That is just an inevitability. And he, you, know, you look at you know, even a club like West Brom, who a few years ago would have been like Premier League amazing, you come 13th, 14th for a bit, fans get restless because they just get bored. And, and so I think he, he does feel that maybe he will be more appreciated... When he goes, maybe he isn't enough
2: now. Um, I, honestly, I said this last week. If, he, if he's announced now, I'm going to go at the end of the season, thank you, I think we'd all rally around. I'd rally around. I'd be like, absolutely, you know, I'd really respect him. I can't respect him holding us to ransom. So I'm going to decide at the end of the season and more months of this just kind of... TV. I also think just a quick theory mm-hmm. on Venga. I think he is
3: terrified of leaving because oh, he I has nothing that. else yeah, in his life. That, yeah, and that d-
2: brilliant um, Amy Lawrence thing. Yeah, she said don't underestimate how scared he
3: is completely. And he's even that. alluded to that the fact that Ferguson has his horses and yeah. other interests. Yeah. Venga doesn't have no, that, and he, he, he is so scared. We'll yeah. have to get him on here as
1: a regular guest when he does
2: give up. Yeah, <laughs> 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 let's, yeah never leave. We should look ahead to the two games. Let's look ahead to the two games. Yes, let's calm down. Sorry for my high. I apologise again for my high pitched ranting. Thanks do you think there's any chance do you, do you,
1: what, I mean any chance? well a, a friend yesterday said to me he was like well you'll just go and win like 2 you'll be 2-0 up at one point and people will get the tiniest little bit of hope and I was like I assume we definitely won't be 2-0 up at any point tomorrow like there won't be even a moment where you um, go
2: possibly I, any chance what do you well think? it'll be it would almost be yeah go on you answer first well <laughs>
0: I don't think, there's zero chance for us qualifying, obviously, no. or even, I think, in this particular game, looking like we are going to qualify at any point in the match. However, it wouldn't surprise me if we did win the game. You know, right, because yeah, frankly, I was going to say that. But more, that's more because, you know, frankly, Bayern shouldn't really give much of a toss. They'd be quite happy to lose 1-0 or 2-1, and we're in the quarterfinals, thanks a lot. It may well be Ancelotti West a few players... It may be that Arsenal find a little bit of pride after all the uh, negative stuff on Sanchez and whatever and the Liverpool performance. So it wouldn't surprise me if Arsenal
2: won, but in terms of qualifying, it's, it's, it's all over. I think we'll definitely win, because I think this is us, this is us you know, it's like... Pressure's off. No-one's expecting us to to have a chance, so we'll probably play well enough, unless he drops Alexis Sanchez again, um, which, you know, he's capable of doing. Charlie's article that he wrote um, at the beginning of the season suggested that there would be a
1: 3-0 defeat to Real Madrid in the first leg of Round 16, followed by a credible
3: 1-0 away win in the Bernabeu. Are
1: you still looking for a similar kind of theory?
3: Yeah, quite possibly. I think we'll we'll probably win tomorrow, but I don't think we'll ever be in a position... Yeah. Actually, I'm not even sure we will tomorrow. To be oh, honest, really? I, just th- I think they're... I mean, they are much better. They're just so much better. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, yeah, I, we certainly won't ever be in a position where even no. much remotely like we might oh,
2: Let's nail down actual predictions. Right. Josh, I'm going to start with you. What's the score going to be? 1-0. 1-0, uh, one one. All. One all, but
3: they Tra- won't
1: embarrass. Uh, okay. They'll put in a better performance Trevor. and show a bit of I'm going to go 2-1 Arsenal.
2: Charlie. I was going to go 1-0 as well. Oh, <laughs> uh, OK. Can I so still go one Yeah, that's okay. fine. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 as well. I'm, I'm, yeah. So you can think of it going three-one, but that because that implies that we might have some. We'd be two goals away from taking it to extra time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's going to be I think two-one. Yeah, and then we've got then, Saturday. You going to go Saturday? Saturday boys. Yeah, yeah, Arsenal Lincoln. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, let's stop with you, Josh. <laughs>
1: Oh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, the the par against Sutton was the expectation was around three. I think Trev was that right on the on the, the spread goals. guys? With, with, so yeah, on the handicap
0: betting, Arsenal got a three. Uh, Sutton got a three at goal home.
1: Start. Naively, without knowing, I assume this will be about four. a, a handicap for Saturday, uh,
0: I think it's three again, but or yeah, it maybe three and a
1: half. I mean, I I'll take four. I'll take four nil, Boyd. If four you need nil. A bit, I, yeah. I mean, I I can't yeah. sit here and know a huge amount about Lincoln. Obviously. They, unlike Sutton, have been doing tremendously well in yeah, the league and are in much better form. So.
2: Yeah. Charlie? 3-0. Trevor? 2-0. I'm going to go 4-1. I think they'll score. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll have, have some it. crap defence.
3: I remember we can see this at Farnborough a few years ago, similar sort of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. were what, what you signalling I'm suggesting that you're doing this to oh sorry I'm tapping because well. you've actually got headphones on I'm tapping yeah. I'm very unprofessionally Josh sidekick sidekick Josh I didn't even introduce apologies I've, I don't think That's, I did it's it's been already, been long enough. we were wittering on you pointed out I'm fiddling with my mic yeah, which is very unprofessional if you to know what that ludicrous noise was there but we're winding up anyway so mm. you can part with the ludicrous noise um, thanks so much to Trevor and Charlie you've been absolutely brilliant and Josh has been stubborn and staunch and I admire that in many ways and I've stopped apologies for screeching <laughs> see you next week bye this is a Playback Media production to listen to all our football podcasts visit playbackmedia.co.uk Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how.
3: If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one.